0: Welcome to Faith in Good Counsel, a show to uplift and inspire women and our families, where we tell you not our truth, but the truth with the sweetness of the feminine, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us as women and our vocation in whatever state of life we may be in. I'm your host, Stacey Galino, and I'm so happy to be back with you on this very first show of our new season. And I'm especially delighted to have with me today Erin Franco, The Humble Handmaid. Hello, hello Erin. Hi Stacey. So happy to be here today. Oh, and you're looking mighty beautiful in this new year, I must say. And I'm especially excited, Erin, and I know you are too, because with us we have today back with us, thanks be to God, our beloved friend and former co-host, Mary Wallace. Welcome back Dr. Wallace. Hey ladies, how are you? We hey, are Mary. so so happy to have you with us on this very We have missed you. We've missed you. I I have missed you guys as well. And it's funny because I'm joining in via Skype, which used to be what Erin did, <laughs> and it's she's TV. sitting in your seat and in that halu <laughs> seat. Oh. It's beautiful. Oh, oh beautiful. so we've you've kind of switched places a little bit. Yeah, but a
1: little
0: bit. Yeah, yeah but you know I, that's okay, Mary. One day we're going to have you back in studio with us. Yeah. But we're so thankful to God that you're with us today. Thanks be to God for good use of technology. Yeah, that's amen. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. And you know, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Praise be to God. You know, this is the time of year when everyone is getting a little crazy sometimes (laughs) with the best of intentions, with New Year's resolutions and and so forth, making lists and and, um, about how we're going to improve. And um, and we've talked about many of these things before on, on Faith and Good Counsel, but I I wanted us to focus on prayer and our intentions for the year and and how we're going to grow deeper and more closely in our relationship with our Creator. And so I'm thrilled to be able to to talk with both of you about that today. And speaking of prayer, you ladies know that we always do start off with prayer. So I'm going to offer one of my favorites, if you've been listening, uh, seasoned listeners and new... Be aware that this is one of my favorite, favorite prayers. It's called the Salutation to the Blessed Virgin Mary. So let's pray together, ladies. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail, Holy Lady, Most Holy Queen, Mary, Mother of God, Ever Virgin, Chosen by the Most Holy Father in Heaven, Consecrated by Him with His Most Holy Beloved Son and the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. On you descended and in you still remains all the fulness of grace and every good. Hail His palace, Hail His tabernacle, Hail His robe, Hail His handmaid, Hail His mother, and Hail all holy virtues, who by the grace and inspiration of the Holy Spirit are poured into the hearts of the faithful so that faithless no longer, they may be made faithful servants of God through you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Well, you know, ladies, I just want to say that I delight in each one of you. I delight in you, Aaron, and I delight in you, Mary. And one of the things that I love, Erin, besides the fact that, that you're home now and I get to see you more often. She's home, home, is when I when I come over and I see you, I get delighted in by your children. You know, they run up, Stacy, hey Stacy <laughs> and I melt. I melt. And it reminds me so much. It is truly a a, a beautiful God thing when these children run up and give give me hugs and just show that innocent innocent love and it does remind me of the relationship that we have with our father with God our father who delights in us who longs for relationship with us who is waiting for us at every moment to speak with him to talk with him to love him he's just so patient so so patient and um, I've been reading, uh, rereading Saint Faustina's diary, mm-hmm. and just pondering over the, you know, the holidays that are now past, and as we are in this new year, what is it that God is calling me to this year? And um, so many favorite passages in Saint Faustina's diary, but 5:14 in Notebook One. Let me read this to you. This is my prayer. Jesus, make my heart like unto yours. Or rather, transform it into your own heart, that I may sense the needs of others' hearts, especially those who are sad and suffering. May the rays of mercy rest in my heart. And I know that He calls me to that. He's ever calling me to minister, to delight in people, in joy, and to show mercy and love when people. Suffering, And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for more of a deep communion with my Father, with God the Father. I want to rest in Him. I want to abide in Him. I want to, to be nurtured by Him. I need Thee every hour, O Lord my God. And so growing in holiness, growing in purity, growing in humility, glorifying His mercy. That was a very specific message that I heard in adoration one day. He wishes me to glorify his mercy, and that's why I'm talking with all of you today, my beloved listeners, and that's why I have these beautiful ladies here with me today to talk about the ways in which we plan to grow in our virtue, in our prayer life over the course of this next year. So, Erin, I'm just curious. You've got some paperwork there. You've been pondering, too. I know. What's on your heart as far as prayer for this year?
1: Um, Definitely this year, hands down, I really feel a call and a need to learn how to pray with my husband. That is, Mm. that's just the basic. Um, We, over the holidays, we had the opportunity to go on a, basically a marriage retreat together um, that didn't really teach or do anything special or new um, except for how to pray with your spouse and to learn how to grow together spiritually. And that's something that's, it's a nice thought. It's something I think we've all tried to do and made steps toward doing and we want to do. But at least for me and my marriage, I just, um, we'd never been consistent about it or really found a way that we were both comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we were really excited to do that. And honestly, girls, we are in that. I think there's many tunnels and <laughs> along the seasons of life. many
0: tunnels. Many I explain tunnels. that when you
1: when you say a tunnel, what do you mean by that? I mean a tunnel where you don't you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So mm. you're in you're in it. So, so struggle
0: times a struggle. A struggle mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: we are in the tunnel of those first five years of parenthood. Yeah, um, when your oldest is under five. And you have multiple children younger than that. (laughs) It's just, it's really hard. And I've heard a a lot of other people talk about that time being hard. But um, it's just a time when we just realize after this year, we have got to do something different because we're not going to make it. I mean, we were going to make it, but not as happily as I know that the Lord wants for us. Sure. So so that is, that's my, my, I guess for lack of a better word, my New Year's resolution. And my husband's too. Um, after our retreat, so what a blessing! Wow, <laughs> so and you know, cool.
0: I'm thinking about you know. I'm sure that there are many of our our beautiful listeners are going, but my husband would never go in a retreat with me. I'm sure some of those <laughs> husbands husbands would certainly, but there may be some. Let's say that go. Wow, my husband, mm, not really interested.
1: <sighs> well, what, what say you, Aaron,
0: to that? What say
1: I? Okay, well, I say that I very sweetly and persistently kind of dragged my husband oh, on this retreat okay. um, basically um, <laughs> after a conversation about it he ended up saying yes in a certain fashion and so I hurried up and went and put in the registration <laughs>
0: um, and paid the money before he could yeah, change his um, mind.
1: and we went and he went because he's a good man and he really could have been a lot worse to me about it than he was but he went and um, you know after the retreat was over he said to me he said I thank you for your persistence in prayer for me and for getting me to go on this retreat, and I'm, I'm just grateful for you.
0: Our guys need us. Yeah. They really, really do. They need that little loving nudge, you know, and, um, and he, he is your beloved and you're his, and I know that he wishes to please you, and so he, that was a very self-sacrificing um, offering from him, and look what the Lord did. It sounds like I can't wait to hear more about it. It sounds like there was great reward and great spiritual, yeah. spiritual gift. And I'm, I'm looking at Mary, and she looks like she's got something to say. I'm curious <laughs> what you're, what you're thinking, Mary.
2: Well, you know, um, all of 2013, and and really starting in this new year as well. One of the things that I did that was. Um, So important to me as a woman of faith was to seek spiritual direction, and um, it was the best decision I ever made. And I'm just going to make sure to continue with that because as my spiritual director continues to guide me in prayer and know um, the cycles of my prayer life, he's able to really confront me and challenge me, um, as well as affirm me in my my communication with God. And um, right now what I've just been really focusing on, especially in this new year, is that the strongest prayer you can ever say is Jesus. And I just repeat that all the time. And whether you're working or whether you're at home taking care of children or doing housework or out shopping, you can always... Say that prayer. You can always call to mind Jesus. And I think what was happening to me in my prayer life is I was getting, you know, I'm a, sometimes I can be a talker and uh, we forget we have to listen in prayer. And so I've been really focusing on the quiet, um, yes. saying what I need to say with as few words as possible, and then just sitting in the quiet and listening for our Lord to speak back to me. To my heart and so that's been something I'm I'm trying to do this year
0: how are you adjusting to that to being more recollected to <coughs> choosing to be more silent and 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 you know all, most women we're, we're created as to be more talkative than our guys um, that's just a fact of course there are, are many of us who are more quiet by nature but but overall we do talk more and it's it's a it's a challenge. And then, particularly, Mary, in your stead as a professional woman who you've got it, you're interacting with people, you're interacting with students, that requires talking. So, I bet on one hand it's been a challenge, but it sounds like you're embracing the quiet and the recollection.
2: I am. You know, I use probably all of my words during the day. So, it's really difficult for me at home because. I become that very quiet woman at home where I have my kids also jumping on me, waiting to hear my words and listen to their words as well. And so I've had, I have to be real conscious of the cycle of my day. You know, where do I find the most quiet um, moments? And that's, has been for me as a professional woman driving in to work. It takes me about 20 minutes to get to work and I use all of that time for prayer. Mm-hmm. I turn the radio off unless I want to listen to like Catholic community radio. Oh, Good yeah, choice. Yeah,
1: plug,
2: <laughs> and Or if I want to listen to a particular song that I know is going to minister to me um, in a way that I could then minister up to others that day, I might listen to that song and then that, that becomes part of my prayer cycle. Uh, My spiritual director has also taught me that sometimes when we're in a lull of prayer, you know, um, last year my father-in-law passed away and it, it was really difficult for me to pray. And one of the things my spiritual director told me, he said, Mary, you prayed so much during that time. Let God minister to you in the quiet while you sleep, when you wake up through the day-to-day activities of your own day. And that was the best spiritual direction in that moment. And I've just kept that with me in the new year, you know, at times where I don't know what to say. It's okay because the Holy Spirit groans for us.
0: Wow. You know, it's almost like permission to be quiet. What a gift. You know, that's not really something that's (laughs) held up as a value. In in many respects, Mary, mm-hmm. um, in our in our lives as professional women and, and uh, women in, in general, um, you know we we are known to be talkers, as you said so aptly, Mary. Well, you know, speaking of talking, it's actually time for us to stop for a moment because we do have a break coming up. So when we return, we'll continue this wonderful conversation with myself, Stacy Galino, and my beautiful guests and co-host today, Erin Franco, the humble handmaid. And Mary Wallace, the working Catholic mom. Be right back. This is Larry Dale. Catholic Community Radio truly strives to be Catholic radio for your community and a resource within the Catholic community. With this in mind, we're starting the Catholic Community Radio Business Network. The mission is to grow Catholic businesses that are committed to the practice of Catholic values by networking among other Catholic businesses. If you have an interest in joining this growing group of Catholic businessmen and women, let us know. Log on to CCRBusiness.net. That's CCRBusiness.net. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith and Good Counsel with Stacey Galeno and my beautiful, sweet, darling friends here today, Erin Franco, the humble handmaid, and Dr. Mary Wallace, working Catholic mom. So delighted, so delighted to have you, you with me. Girls, I want to share something with y'all. This is a little pamphlet I picked up um, sometime before Christmas. It's from the Marian Fathers, you know, Father Callaway, Father Michael Gately, protectors of St. Faustina's message. This is, uh, it's called, Speak Lord, Your Servant Listens. And I think it's so apropos to what we're talking about today. It's written in first person. Uh, It's a hypothetical talk that it says that the Lord might have with us his children. So let me just give you a little snippet of it. Prayer is, in the strictest sense, a humble religious petition of man to God to seek divine benevolence and the benefits he needs for life, both temporal and eternal. It is a conversation with God, either by accepted prayer forms or from the heart. Here then in conversational verse is this hypothetical talk that the Lord might have with us his children. That's kind of the setup. And this is just the first paragraph. It is not necessary, my child, to know much in order to please me much. It is enough that you love me fervently. Speak here to me then as you would speak to your most intimate friend, to your mother, to your brother, your child, and so forth and so on. It it goes on and on and on, and it gives examples of how just to converse with him, how to love with him, love him, how to abide with him, how to rest with him, how to praise him, how to petition him. So you can get that. um, You can go to marion.org and find it. It is wonderful. I've really, really been enjoying that. And in our last segment, Mary, you were talking about um, being a talker. And becoming more recollected and, and listening for that soft whisper of the Lord. And it, it, it struck me, uh, it sounds like you, like I, are going to be doing more of being, being in the presence of the Lord this year, growing in that quiet relationship, active but quiet relationship with him and less doing but you do a lot Mary you're very very busy and I thought it would be a really good thing for maybe so we haven't heard from you for a while and I know people have missed you so maybe you could tell us what you are doing because it does have everything to do with prayer does it not it, it does and you know
2: uh, in fact when I decided to do less and just be who I was right at that moment it was a discerning process, which of course brings you straight to your knees. Yes. And uh, and so I am continuing with my blog, um, and 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 particularly with my Facebook page, the Working Catholic Mom, and that's where I'm really putting sort of my thoughts daily about. Prayer and you know, offering up some of the saints that you could ask intercession for. Um, trying to really give women resources to just quickly understand that when you're when you're being with with God, being with Christ, it's sort of that the difference between Martha and Mary, right? Yes. In the in the New Testament, and uh, you know, Jesus loved them both so very much, but he reminds us that Mary chose the better part. Uh, By sitting at his feet and just being with him. And it reminds me of when I was a little girl. uh, I had a very best friend. And all we wanted to do was be with each other all day long. So, you know, if Christ is my best friend and he is, then I I just want to spend time with him. Yes. And so, how can I do that in the busyness of my day? And so, right now, I am—I mean, really, I'm just blogging. I'm doing some um, work on the Facebook site. I've got a book uh, outline that I'm working on, and I'm also developing some talks for for uh, for this January and February so far. And uh, and I'm just being a mom and uh, and a wife and finding—you know, uh, Aaron, you talked about your husband going on the retreat Steve and I did marriage encounter for a long time and it's been real difficult to get him to go to a retreat again and uh, I was reminded just the other day that um, he's just different than me in and his holiness and yet he brings me to holiness every single day and uh, aren't we so blessed that we have these Saint Joseph's that just continue to be who they are in their prayer and uh, I'm just so thankful for for Steve as well
0: so Beautiful. Beautiful. What are the, some of the topics you're going to be talking about? Just real quick. You mentioned some uh, speaking engagements.
2: Well, I, in, in January at uh, Holy Rosary in Santa Monica, I'm going to be talking about the whole Mary Martha principle and how do we uh, add things to our to-do list versus our be list. Ah, okay. <laughs> so we're going to do that. I'm going to do a short little time management workshop too during that time. And then uh, the next weekend, I'll be at St. Jude talking about being a daughter of God and how, you know, the king reigns as our father. And so we have nothing to fear. Wow. And then uh, in February, I head to Atlanta to do a keynote with Randy Hain uh, with the Atlanta Catholic Business Conference. So those are the
0: things that are coming up. Not sitting around eating bonbons, huh? No, I'm yeah. I mean, so, I'm doing that, too. But. <laughs> you're multitasking. Well, you know, just for our, our, our out-of-state listeners, our national and international listeners, yes, that's right. I know you're there. She is talking about, in case you want to come on down to, for some good food and some great information, Santa Ma, Louisiana, and where else did you say? Baton Rouge, St. Jude in Baton Rouge, <laughs> and then Atlanta, Georgia. So still the good old South, uh, USA. So I seem to be made for the South. She? Yeah. So you definitely have been busy since you uh, have moved on to different green pastures, right? From okay. from Faith and Good Counsel. And, but
1: and Mary, if I'm not mistaken, you also are helping out with training for a young adults <laughs> retreat this weekend. Oh, I was sort of supposed to work, and I'm not. Yeah. No. I, 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 <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> I do, I offer, because of my, um, my educational background, um, I am, I'm considered a professional trainer, so anybody who needs training topics out there, I'm available. Okay. Um, but I, I did offer up how to, um, facilitate small faith groups, and so I was able to train about 12, um, small group facilitators, and, and it was kind of intimidating, because there was a deacon in the group, and I thought, well, surely he knows more about this than I uh, but he, there were great reviews and people very thankful about um, just learning how to to talk with others about their faith.
0: Well, it's beautiful how you are leading this integrated life between your faith and all of the gifts God's given you in your professional world and your leadership, you know, your gifts, many many gifts in that area. And I know, Mary, that you will agree with me that Aaron is also very very gifted, and I'm, I'm really curious. I want to hear more about this retreat and how that is going to manifest itself with you and your husband, your beloved, this year, Aaron, in your prayer life together and individually. What
1: was the retreat called? Um, the retreat that we went on is um, called the Domestic Church. It's actually um, a group called light life that started in poland yes holy land and it's um for, it was 40 years old in 2013 wow. and it was the founder um was father blachnicki i think i'm saying that, that right sounds cool and he was a very good friends with uh john paul ii john mm-hmm. paul ii was very into this uh the light life um stuff and domestic church is kind of the married branch of it and basically, my understanding, I just went on the retreat, so I'm just telling you what I, what I learned on that. But, been, um, right. It's
0: been a few weeks ago now. Yeah. Huh?
1: It was, um, basically, it just teaches you how to live your faith and your ordinary life and intersect that, um, the light of your faith with your ordinary life. Um, and then, as a married couple, focusing on your, your marriage and keeping that strong and rooted in Christ. And then... Um, letting that flow into your parenting and your children, and then out in your community, establishing your gifts as a couple and as a family. Um, And they teach pray with your children, pray with your husband um, every day, Um, pray on your own every day. And one of my favorite things um, is that they, they have you basically go on a date once a month with your husband, called a couple dialogue, for two or three hours, and you talk about your marriage, and you talk about what's going on spiritually and what's going on in your life and um, and they teach you how to communicate um, about what's going on and keep your marriage strong by, by learning how to communicate, I guess. Um,
0: I would imagine it infuses much of you know, the JP2, Theology of the Body, very our much. complementarity uh, between us and that Trinitarian love and that Trinitarian communion that mm-hmm. he so beautifully taught us.
1: Yeah, very much. I think the, um, the most moving part of the weekend for me was when really they just skimmed the surface of what you learn when you when you do domestic church. But um, the couple prayer part where they they stick each couple alone in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Um, and they gave us just a little I like starter. how you
0: put that. Stick you both in front
1: of <laughs> Well, because most people— Let's examine that for a what moment. Are... <laughs> You're at the foot well, of Christ. <laughs> yeah, oh I mean, and and they put us, I mean, right and kneelers right in front of there, and they um, they just gave us a little instruction on how to let God help us talk to each other, and it was beautiful. Wow, this is so exciting. I I, I hope
0: to learn more about this. You know, my goodness. Time time do fly. Time do fly. It's, it's almost the end of another episode of Faith and Good Counsel. So, so in our last couple of minutes here, maybe, Erin, if you would mind, wouldn't would mind giving people your
1: contact information. Oh, sure. Um, well, it's Erin Franco. You can get in ta- contact with me um, probably through humblehandmade.com. That's right. That's that beautiful blog full of pearls of wisdom for you all. Mm-hmm. and um the email is just humblehandmade at humblehandmade@gmail.com and I'm happy to answer any emails through that.
0: That's awesome. And and Mary, if you would, the working Catholic mom, tell us where people can get in contact with you.
1: Sure, I'm on uh, the website
2: is just the com. and uh the you can email me from that site. It's it's my um my my email address, my Gmail address and that's all on the website.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And you know, I've, you've been listening for any length of time, you know that you can email me here at Escalino at org and also check out our Facebook page on at Faith and Good Counsel. And ladies, I know that you will join with me. I, I know your hearts, beautiful, beautiful hearts um, created by God to love, full of love. And, and I know that your prayer this year as mine is to, to trust him more, to know him as all love and mercy. And for me especially, my prayer is that, that he will create in me more knowing that my imperfect efforts are made perfect through him, with him, and in him. And as we close another episode of Faith and Good Counsel, I want to tell you, my dear listeners, that I delight in each one of you. I pray for you. I love hearing from you. Um, and so let me leave you with a uh, A part of a prayer that I pray each day is from St. Margaret Mary Alacoque from uh, To the Sacred Heart. And it says, May your love imprint itself so deeply in my heart that I will never be able to forget you or be separated from you. May I obtain from your loving kindness the grace of having my name written in your heart, for in you I desire to find all my happiness and to live and die in your service and your peace." Amen. Pox Christi, y'all. We'll see you next time on Faith and Good Counsel. Bye-bye.